0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. When well, Pro Tools doesn't want to be a dick, um, it's going to be different, folks. It's a different type of episode. I don't know y'all usually used to us coming in shooting the shit, et cetera, et cetera, but this is a special episode, special. Very. So, uh... very some things. Ain't gonna be happening like normal, so. <laughs> no. <laughs> I <don't> like <laughs> because I just wanna get motherfuckers ready and shit. <sighs>
0: some VIPs in the you know,
1: you know what it is. This is We
0: Ain't Found. Shit. We ain't found shit. We back, motherfuckers. Yes, we are. But it's okay. Yeah.
1: Um, special guest in the building today. You got to announce yourself first. Oh, you don't want to tell them we got. Okay. <laughs> it makes sense. Whatever. Uh, yeah, we're Okay. Y'all know what it is. It's your boy, Court. AKA the infamous one, the infamous at WAPO. AKA the guy that does this. They usually say something else. But if you can't see what I'm saying, fingers are going back and forth. AKA Bimbo Skillet. AKA Son of Black Krypton. AKA. I Smell Better Than Your Man Any Given Day, a.k.a. Washington Denzel, the Denzel Washington Podcast. Y'all know what it is.
2: As you can see, he has a lot of AKAs. <laughs> uh, he has a lot of AKAs. That was an abbreviated list. Uh, that yeah, was an abbreviated actually, list, yeah. yeah. yeah he, I could go yeah, on for 30 minutes. So. Yeah, did you say Black black? I did. You did? Okay. I did. All right, all right. All right. Um, Yo, <laughs> this is Carl, a.k.a. R&B Drive-By, <laughs> <laughs> a.k.a. R&B Charleston. What's up? Ooh, yeah. What's up? I
0: mean, we looking at you? I'm just pausing for dramatic. dramatic. Oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. That's right, yeah. It's the light-skinned guy in the building, man. We here. We here. With special guests. We have special guests. So, over
1: the past couple of weeks, if you've been listening, also watching my YouTube channel, mentioning the good fellas at the Winston Box basically look out for us and all the big men in the world. So, Mm -hmm. you big? Um... And I'm not talking about like you think you big, like you got that Napoleon complex and like you really a small guy. But you wanna be big, we're talking about like real big dudes. Like, right. They're hooking you up with uh with clothes. And I know for some of the folks that live out in areas where they ain't got malls or is that a thing? I don't know, maybe. Uh um, rural
0: areas. A
1: good way to get, you know, clothing sent to your crib. You know what I'm saying? Three box uh box a month, three items. Uh check them out. But we've been mentioning them. Mm-hmm. Uh, for about a good, what, like, three months now. So, thought we'd bring them in, let them introduce themselves, let them mm-hmm. tell the story, and then, you know, we'll shoot the shit, you know, regular stuff towards the middle end of the podcast. But, for sure. fellas, let's go ahead and uh, introduce yourself.
3: Hey guys, it's Will, founder of the Winston Box. I have no AKAs. Uh, I will try to step up my game up, I promise. Yeah, we'll have one before so, the end of this episode. But I do have to say, you know, you, you you've mm-hmm. built up the episode because you said it's a very special episode. So if you guys are expecting something like on NBC where they like teach you a life lesson over the course of a sitcom. Oh yeah. I have nothing to but teach, unfortunately. <laughs> but, uh,
4: but glad to be here, guys. How are you guys doing? Uh, I go by AP. It's not an AKA. It's just my... Name is a little hard to pronounce for most folks. So I go by AP. I'm the CEO of the Winston Box. Glad to be on.
0: AP.
1: That'll work. That'll all work, right.
4: yeah. So,
1: I mean, I guess I gave a, t- a terrible kind of like brief description of what the Winston Box is. So yeah. I'll let y'all do it since it's y'all's baby and you make money off it and all that good stuff. I want people to know the actual real estate of my goofy-ass uh, description. So I just tell the folks out there. What it is the Winston Box does. Well, you, uh,
3: you hit it on the head. We're just trying to take care of big guys, right? Yep, so, and, though. yeah, p- people that are actually big guys. Right. Uh, and so, well, we're a subscription box for big and tall men. We've been around since 2016. Um, back in 2016, I was on Facebook looking for a subscription box for myself. I got an ad and you know, I started looking online and I think like every big guy has ever been out there who finds something that they really like online and then they go and, you know, you kind of close your eyes and pray a little bit and uh, they don't have it in my size. Right. So started looking around at, uh, other subscription boxes that were out there. And I noticed a trend that pretty much everything stopped at two XL, three XL, yeah. or if it did uh, get to three XL or, uh, you know, typically the waist sizes were like 42, 44, mm-hmm. more of an athletic cut, right? Not a fuller cut. So, started to realize, okay, why isn't anybody doing a big and tall subscription box? So, dug into it a little bit, saw that, you know, most of these subscription box source from other companies, right? So, instead of going to, let's say you're uh, Ralph Lauren and you don't want your merchandise at TJ Maxx or at Ross, you want to kind of uh, send it somewhere else where it doesn't kind of lower your brand prestige, so to speak. So, you know, these subscription boxes take that on. Uh, but uh, when there's no big and tall companies making big and tall clothes, as most big and tall guys know, you're stuck with very, very limited options. And so um, once I realized what the problem was, that there's just not enough clothes to source, yeah. uh, I looked at the fact that we could maybe make our own clothing line. So a few years ago, there was a clothing company called 5-4 Club. Uh, and they had a store right where Amit and I, or AP and I, worked. Can we uh, edit that part? Yeah. They had a <laughs> store right where uh, AP and I worked. Um, we used to work at a at a private college, and there was a shopping center right across the street. So we'd hang out there sometimes, go to lunch, and there was a store called Five Four, and it's a men's clothing store. Nothing really to brag about. They ended up closing down, but they took their business model uh, online, and they decided to just sell their brand in a subscription box. So they weren't sourcing from anybody else. It was their own label, their clothes, their designs, and they went ahead and put it in a subscription box. So the box was the vehicle to get it in front of a customer. So I'm like, bingo, that's what we're going to do. We're going to create the clothing line, which makes it easier to control sizing, because as any big and tall guy knows is listening to this, sizing can vary from one company to another. So we can control the sizing, we can control the style, we can make it the fit right, and then we sell our brand in our own box and that's the birth of the Winston box. Awesome.
0: Cool. I, I, I think even so far what I enjoy about it is what you just said, like having control of the sizing. Because talking to a court and you know and Carl, just finding out how difficult and challenging it is for, you know, men of our stature to find clothes that fit well, make you comfortable, make you feel like you look good when you go out. Right. Instead of, you know, you going to these stores. They obviously don't have your size. I've I've even had that experience, you know, going to. I remember I was a huge fan of clothes in Banana Republic, and I just knew I had been working out, and I was like, "Man, I'm going in." <laughs> I didn't know what their size maxed out at, but I was like, "I'm getting a shirt, and I'm gonna look really fly." And I think at that time I, I needed a uh, like a two X, and they stopped at extra large, and that, I, it broke me, man. I was like. I wanted to knock over stuff on the way out. the door. <laughs> Isn't it deflating, man? It, like, it is.
3: I, I used to. We used to go to the outlet malls, right? Uh, we'd uh, if we take a trip down to Mexico. For, we're uh, originally from LA. Okay. Uh, with my wife, we'd go down to the outlet malls. We'd stop by Carlsbad outlet malls or like the one near the border, and it was always the same kind of walk in. And I, you know, at that point, I was a big clothes whore, right? So like Ralph Lauren, I wanted to have the the little polo stupid horse yeah, on my chest. Yeah. I wanted to have the Nautica logo. So I'd walk in there and like, yeah, I've lost a couple pounds. Like, let me get in. There there get all the three x's i can find walk into the, the dressing room and it's like it's like a damn wetsuit you know and it's yeah. just like i'm like i didn't even want to walk out i'm right, like right you know so like everybody else is you know my wife's going to town on stuff the kids and i'm walking out of the outlet mall with another stupid coach wallet just to make myself feel good and a corn dog you know so it just uh it's uh it's frustrating to have those experiences mm-hmm. where you walk in feeling that you can uh, wear something and you don't, either because it's not there or just because the sizing isn't right. So that was our goal from day one is to get the sizing right, make it consistent. You know, our customers generally feel that when they get a size, they can expect that size to kind of fit throughout. Everybody's cut a little bit different. Some people like right. their shirts a little bit tighter or bigger. You know, that we see a lot of variety with that. People will like their T-shirts one size but they're like you know can I do my button-ups one size bigger right because they feel constricted yeah jackets the same way but for the most part I mean yeah it's it's fairly consistent and that was the goal and I think that's where we bring our value and that's why I'm I'm excited to get out of bed in the mornings right is because I'm doing something that I wish I could have had 10 years ago 20 years ago right Right. you know and uh you know when I was that kid walking into Sears Looking for the damn Husky section. Oh my God. Right? With that that, that. that. With that H-, that. that H on the Levi's tag. Like, right. you know, now, like that scarlet letter. I'm like, here you go, fat ass spoon. <laughs> you you might as well just spit on <laughs> me. Well, and so we, like, got, <laughs> we got a
1: saving grace at one point in time because JCPenney's started to make the Arizona line right. in mm-hmm. bigger, bigger size, big and tall clothes. So that's what I rocked, like, the majority of like, high school was. Arizona jeans and then hmm. if I had a little extra money would go to another store that's no longer in in, in business and buy like Hill figure and polo and Nautica shirts right. and whatnot or, or a pair of, you know, Hilfiger pants which were like an arm and a leg, like literally a hundred bucks Man. to to get that uh to get that joint. But like I, I the husky section and then my mom's would buy Wrangler jeans. Regulars, right, right? you don't have a fucking choice but to walk like a fucking cowboy because it's the way it's fucking cut. Like, right, You're walking all gap-legged and shit. You know that, right. that one uh, the Tom and Jerry episode where he's a cowboy trying to get with old girl, walking up to her or whatnot? That's exactly how I walk the class every day. <laughs> Thanks, bro.
3: You walk like a cowboy and you throw unnecessary interceptions. Right. That's cowboy. that's what the ring is. Oh, hey. hey. All the cowboy fans ain't going to like that. Dude, it's a good thing that we don't have any. Not here in here. Not in here, yeah. So, um, But it's funny, you bring up really quickly JCPenney. I mean, the great store who hasn't, a big and tall guy who has a JCPenney local who hasn't been in there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, their, their kind of selections have decreased a little bit. And, right. you know, the one by my house where I used to live in L.A., the uh, JCPenney, the big and tall section is like in the houseware section, like next to the bed sheets and the, the kitchen yeah, equipment. It's always I, in a weird place. Yeah, so I'm not even like, yeah, okay, you can have your clothes, but can you do it somewhere else? Right. So, it's not it's like, with the other men's clothes. It's, like you're, a right.
2: le, it's yeah. like you're a leper. Like they don't even want you to know. You know that that right. it's in an area. Y'all remember the store called Structure?
5: I know. yes.
2: Never had anything in my size, and I used to walk in there, and they look at me like, "Get out of here, fat boy." You know what I'm saying? It ain't nothing in there for you. You he, know, I think the biggest the biggest size they had was probably maybe maybe a two X or maybe a three, but see. of course it didn't fit me the way that I wanted to be fit. You know, right. so. I hate that store.
3: You guys ever get that look when you walk into a store that you kind of know that they don't have anything for you? Exactly. Because they're not going to help you. you know, it's like, what are like, you doing what, here? What you doing or like, here? You, right. know, like right. you know, what are you buying for your friend? You right. right. That's are, are, you, are you shopping for somebody else? Right. Sir? Yeah. <laughs> no. That's,
0: that was the, the, I hated that, man. Even I was at Burlington Co. Factory, but to Will's point, man, that, that Husky label. I talked. We talked about it last episode just some of the terms that are used that we dislike growing up and stuff like that but it's tough because it's like they want it's better out of sight out of mind when it comes to bigger gentlemen it's just like you know don't come in here we don't have anything we're not worried about y'all so to find somebody who wants to provide that value is right on time Agree. so
1: y'all um, we're in California now you're in the Dallas, Fort Worth area. What what prompted the uh, change?
4: I guess I'll take responsibility for that. I, <laughs> uh, when when COVID first hit, uh, you know, as a company, we had kind of teetered up and down because uh, we are self funded. We're not a company that had a, a lot of backing, uh, dollars wise. So we were. Our first worry was, oh shit, are we going to survive? Because who the hell is going to want to buy clothes? When the, the world's ending, right? So, right. at that point, we were really nervous of how do how do we liquidate if we need to, all those things. But long story short, uh, COVID was a, helped us in terms of growth. Uh, you, you know, everybody started shopping online, including bigger gentlemen, right? Um, and obviously, that's our biggest uphill battle is because of I haven't experienced a lot of these things uh, mm-hmm. that you guys have. But but what sold me from Will was doing my own research of this whole. You know, for the brands that do make bigger sizes, the the variance between brands is all mm-hmm. over the map, right? Yep. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then the other struggle for us is for people to give us a shot of uh, being a brand they never heard of, right? So, um, that's the biggest struggle for us being online is to get people to give us a shot. But during COVID, everybody was online, and and we started getting more and more subscribers. So I had just kind of randomly said. You know, when we get to number X in subscribers, we're going to we're going to go somewhere more small business friendly. Mm. Uh, I don't know if I ever said Texas exactly, but uh, so we hit that (laughs) number and all of a sudden we're like, oh, shit, we had said it. Let's 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 really look at it. So we didn't really have a structured plan, but we knew we were going to come somewhere this way. And will came out first, uh, found a house. So he got a house first. And then that that kind of settled the whole argument of where do we go, hmm. so we slowly move, moved our families here and then moved the business afterwards so but so far it's been a year now, but uh I, we we're all liking it so yeah. it's it's great uh,
3: we initially like when we first were thinking of uh, the move, there was a few factors that we had to play now most of our stuff at that point we were making our own clothes in Peru, so we were air importing every single month a pretty big expense we needed we wanted to kind of Kind of control that a little bit. So, everything needed was coming from Peru to LAX. So, we wanted to find an airport or a kind of a port of entry that was close enough where our clothes would so we would come, so we wouldn't have to worry about a lot of traveling distance in the truck. So, uh, that's why we were sort of focusing on areas like Atlanta, uh, New York was out of the question, but that would have been a good option. Miami and then the Texas area because Houston uh, and DFW have direct flights to uh, to Peru. And so that's why kind of Texas, we started gravitating towards there. We were thinking of Austin, uh, love Austin, a family out there, and just always had a good vibe out there. Uh, Houston's pretty cool, but kind of humid, so that was kind of out of the equation. I mean, for a big guy, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, how, who wants how, to sweat? Nobody well, wants sweat. I mean, to sweat. well, it's already been bad here. I mean, look, I, I've in DFW the last year, I I sweat in places that I didn't know I could sweat before, <laughs> you know. Uh, so, and as a bigger well, guy, that's not that's you know, not great, right? Well, well, so oh, uh, but Texas. Uh, but yeah, so we 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 uh, found a place in Fort Worth, and you know, we ended up here, and we're I'm digging it. I mean, there's it's it's different. Not gonna sit here mm-hmm. and lie and just say, you know, say, Oh, Texas is awesome. We you know, we there's as a guy who's pretty much lived his entire life in California, I miss my beaches, I miss my Mexican food. Mm-hmm. Sorry guys, Tex Mex isn't the business. Mm-hmm. Uh and <laughs> um but yeah, but overall though, you know, the family's happy, happy wife, happy life, and you know, mm-hmm. we're we're doing pretty well here as far as business is concerned. So yeah, man, we're good. <clears throat>
1: Taqueria, Los Angeles is in uh west east part of Plano. And get you close to where you what you used to. Yes, okay, really good. Yeah, really I, good. I will. Hell, that might be the move
3: to do. That might have to be tonight. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's
1: why I today. Yeah, this man, this was, really good. Really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. I mean, we got some of the stuff that you know when 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 California started to come here. You know, we got in and out trash. Um, <laughs>
0: oh boy, where's the door? Right. <laughs> But I, I, all these views are not shared. <laughs> I don't think In and Out is trash, but
2: well, we both do because the. Uh, I mean, I may have to give it another shot, but yeah, because yeah. we'll quote when we went. And then, of course, I think I posted on Facebook the In and Out sucked. And one of the guys from Cali was like that. I know was like, you didn't get it animal style or whatever they call it, and that's why you missed out on it because the, I thought the burger was okay. Like there was. Do y'all season y'all fries in California? Cause I'm and they, like, weren't the <laughs> they weren't all the way cooked. They weren't all the way cooked. There was like, all they did was like throw a little bit of salt on it. It's so like, here you go. And we were like, cause because we waited. How long? When they first opened up. Was like, the it was like 45 an hour. The line's were ridiculous. Everybody wanted in and out so we, we waited for what? About a month before we went? Mm-hmm. That's and a we normal
3: wait in LA. So when I get here, one <laughs> of the of the, the most amazing <laughs> things about Dallas, I tell all my friends, is there's like four or five people in line in and out so I get there like 11 o'clock at night. Now, anybody in L.A. knows that that's wrapped around the block at 11 right. o'clock at night. doesn't matter what day of the week it is. But the other day I was there, 1130, four people. My like, God bless. Me. But see, the whole animal <laughs> style thing, it's the same th- thing I hear about Whataburger, right? It's like, well, mm. you should have got the spicy ketchup. Well, you know, their chicken sandwich is good. It's like, let's talk about the burger. Right? And forget about all the other stuff, animal style. Don't tell me you have to like customize it to make it To good, make right? it better, right. Right, so I just think that on a par, I mean, comparing the two, just personal opinion, clearly biased, but you know, I think as far as taste and value for what you pay for, I think in and out, it's good. And Gordon Ramsay and Anthony Bourdain would back me up on that, by the way, but who am I to judge? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it, what a burger is expensive. It is, it is not cheap. Uh, what I do... Which that they still had here that we had here for a while was Del Taco. I love Del Taco. Now
2: we're we talking. Love Del Taco. I love Del Taco. Isn't there a Taco. Del Taco in no, no, they're all because gone. Can, so, are we
3: starting a business plan?
2: Oh snap! <laughs> no, I wouldn't.
3: Okay, because you're you're talking to the guy, and this uh, clearly, this kind of uh, this, these kind of poor decisions are kind of clearly why I look the way I do. Right. But know. when I used to live in uh, <laughs> in the San Francisco Bay Area, there weren't a lot of Del Tacos because I moved there for a couple of years. And then I found one in San Jose, and I would drive from Oakland to San Jose. For anybody who knows, it's about 45 miles each way mm. just to get uh, chili cheese fries with onions, chicken quesadilla, and a large Diet Coke and a chicken soft taco with extra sauce. Wow. Uh, so I'm embarrassed and proud of that, but let's, let's get the Del Taco going because be people proud. don't know.
1: I'm with it. I think it was the number nine, like the California uh, burrito. They put fucking fries and bacon in it.
2: I mean, no, you can't beat fucking that. fucking delicious. You can't beat that. <laughs> We used, like we load. were huge Del Taco fans so. <laughs> to
1: the point that like, we were going like multiple times. A week because we live right down the street from the one that they the one that they had here in close. I think it's a it's a um, what's the cookie place? Crumble now. Okay. Oh. So, okay.
3: So uh, the regular uh, sauce or the Del Scorcho? Uh,
2: no sauce for me. Well, well, I did I did regular. Okay. Yeah. If I did the hot stuff, then it'd be a problem. About an hour from now. Got it. Yeah.
3: Gotta try the Del yeah. Scorcho. It's fantastic.
2: Right. See, I don't like I don't like hot stuff. I don't like hot food. I like spicy food. It's not a spicy food. It's not a spicy food. I like
1: spicy food. I also don't like sauce on things unless it's ranch. Got it. <clears throat> ranch is a sauce. Yeah, because yeah, he doesn't did, believe it. Any questions <laughs> about that? shit. A lot of, of people here put,
2: put put you know barbecue sauce on like their you don't know. Do he don't do that. He does. He likes it just. If you put
1: barbecue on, sauce on your barbecue, that means your barbecue's trash. That's okay. The, that's he, he's thing. he's a
0: little bit of a food snob. We're we're fully aware of this. It's very selective I'm and judgmental. I like sauces. I don't know. I don't mean. I don't think it means the food is bad. But I, I hear what you're saying.
2: I mean, like his <laughs> his brisket is so good. And it, it doesn't need yeah. sauce. But like Rudy's, the time we've been to Rudy's, yeah, I sauce the shit out that stuff. I still don't. Yeah.
0: Do you yeah. will? Do you guys have any ideas? I mean, I know. I don't know if y'all get to come over here to Dallas much. Like about expansion this way or anything in terms of like is Fort Worth going to remain home base? And y'all build out, or you're gonna build out from Fort Worth and kind of expand that way.
3: I mean, and in, in the ideal situation, you know, the pipe dream is to be able to maybe one day have like a brick and mortar store. Okay, right. But since we're primarily online, we ship worldwide. You know, uh, our base in Fort Worth is pretty much kind of right now what we're focused on. So we have a, we have a showroom out there. For anybody that's in the local Dallas area who wants to check us out, we have a showroom. Uh, you can email us, message us on Facebook, come on out, pick out your own stuff, which is you know something that we weren't able to really do when we were in L.A. because the, the place was small. Uh, but now that we have a, a location where somebody can come in, check us out, and see the clothes that we have, what our most recent collections are, and be able to pick out stuff uh, without having to worry about a subscription where we're sending you something kind of blindly, that's cool. Come on over. We'd love to meet you. We'd love to make inroads here in the DFW area. So maybe one day, there's a store. We're definitely looking at doing some events, maybe some pop-ups here or there. Yes. Uh, you know, there's some yes. local uh, plus-size uh, boutique stores here that are mom and pops here in the in Dallas area that I want to check out. Uh, and um, maybe do some sort of a pop-up with them and have some uh, the community come out and check us out. But as of right now, you know, I think Fort Worth is where it's at.
5: Okay.
1: Okay. Well, you definitely let us know. We'll, we'll put it out there. Yeah, you know, the six motherfuckers that listen to us are pretty, you know, solid. So they'll probably show up.
0: They are. all, all, six all six of them, of them. <laughs> will come <laughs> and hang out and spend like, time. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's a question I was getting ready to ask. So I'm, I'm just cold like that, man.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, what can I say? Whatever, wow. whatever. So, um, I mean, yeah. I, uh, can I? Go ahead. I think I kind of skimmed on it, but. You know, I've been here for over a year. What are your thoughts about Texas so far? And <laughs> hey, keep it a buck. Hey, that's what keep, we it do honest. Here. keep it a buck. Keep it honest. Keep it a buck.
1: All the way a buck. Uh, <laughs>
4: you, you... I could say, for me personally, I'm pleasantly surprised. So I, I grew up small town Virginia. Went to school at, at a small uh, campus town, Virginia Tech. Then New York City, the L.A., then here. Um, I, I miss L.A. weather every day. But like times mm-hmm. like this, I, I love it out here. And the people are pleasantly nice here. I haven't mm. ran around to, into a crabby person yet.
1: Anybody told you, bless your heart yet?
4: Plenty. That, means, mean. go, that means go fuck yourself. Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Yeah, no, That would make man. sense.
1: <laughs> you know, Either like that. they're calling you a dumbass. That's it's
2: what I'm like, <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, bless your heart. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh bless, your heart. bless your <laughs> heart. Oh bless your heart. Told you you it takes yeah, on a different yeah, connotation if you knew. If you knew oh yeah.
4: Well, it didn't yeah. feel malicious. There it's usually they're, they're complimenting my kids, so they might be telling my kids to fuck off. Okay, no. that's different. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, but overall, I'm pleasantly surprised. I mean, I I like big cities. Right. So Fort Worth. I didn't know the the shift. I mean the that Fort Worth and Dallas could be so different. That's mm-hmm. the biggest thing that I have captured so far. So we we spent a lot of our weekends coming this way just to feel like we're in a city. Because uh, yeah. Fort Worth seems a little, a little slow and boring. Yeah. yeah, no, they, call, yeah. They, they
2: call it a cow town. You know, yeah, it they kind, kind of. Uh, yeah. Seems like yeah.
4: it's changing. But overall, in my experience, it's been, it's been okay. Uh, haven't ran across, you know. Anybody too terrible yet? Uh, I think that mainly happens in smaller towns in Texas, right? But uh, not, yeah. nothing like that yet.
0: Yeah, give or take. Yeah, yeah.
1: There's certain places like Tours, like Houston and shit. Like yeah, you know, to yeah. you're not one of those <clears> throat> steps, throat> foot in unless you're holding, like what's, just, it, what's yeah, you know, Jasper, Fighter, <laughs> Fighter,
0: Jasper. Lord, Lord.
3: Yeah. Um, we're, we're taking notes by the way. Just <laughs> <yeah>.
1: <laughs> some of some of those places, like which is weird to still have a sundown city, but
2: five in Suddell city definitely is, yeah as
3: far as uh, i'm concerned again just uh we've uh we're happy i mean it's it's different uh like i said earlier i miss my beach i used to live oh, i'm an hour away from the, from skiing an hour away from the desert an hour away from the beach just like everything that you want <sighs> to do uh, in, in the course of a day you could do in la uh here uh it's for number one it's uh, i've become a meteorologist uh, because you kind of really need to know your weather out here. Out yeah, in L.A., yeah. it was pretty much, you know, it's going to be fairly decent, right? But here yeah. it's just, man, the weather changes every five minutes, right? So that's that's the one thing that's, that's interesting. But the other thing is just um, kind of getting used to uh, a different area making new experiences, you know? So I can just sit here and moan and complain about, well, it's not this restaurant that I used to go to or it's not what this place that I used to go to. It's just about finding new places to do uh, to go. Uh, I love downtown Fort Worth. Uh, I love that kind of – it's kind of got that downtown feel, but it's not too big, not too overwhelming. Like, mm-hmm. like a
2: college town. Right,
3: exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, great restaurant scene, great bar scene. Love hanging out at Sundance Square. They do have um, some bars down there. Went the other day to uh, the rooftop movie at the re- uh, Renaissance that they just started doing. So little things like that, just exploring <laughs> the area. Uh, as far as everybody else, it says everybody's been great. Uh I think that overall, being from California, AP having been from New York uh, or spent time in New York, uh, we are very demanding as far as service. Now, 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 quickly, time is money. Mm. So this is an observation I've had whether I've been in Denver or whether I've been in other parts of the country, uh, I think so, there's a little yeah. bit of a trade-off where in L.A., yeah. in New York, <clears throat> the, 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 if he's a seesaw, right, it, there's, the, the service is, is faster, but you, there's, the trade-off is, you know, a little bit more rude, a little bit more right. kind of condescending. <clears throat> I think everybody here is great, but sometimes, like, ah, could you move a little quicker? <laughs> uh, you know, I got I got somewhere to go. You know, yeah, you tell uh, them that
1: that's when you're gonna get your bless your heart for yeah, oh, exactly oh, bless your heart. Honey. Yeah. Yeah. So, they but mean I, that shit. But yeah. I just think I don't
3: think that's a that's a Dallas thing or a Texas thing. I think it's, it's just Texas, a, it's pretty it's much everywhere thing. else other than LA or New York. You know, people I think value the the interaction mm-hmm. between people more than they actually do the kind of rush rush. Right there, you go. Yeah. Interaction over transaction.
0: That's I felt like that when uh, when we came here. Even I was in high school, but it was just like things slowed down from when you're in a larger city, a metroplex area, and everybody's moving and shaking and running and you come here and you're like there's no where's the urgency. Like nobody is but that's just the nature of it around here. But I know you guys don't miss that uh that four oh five traffic. <clears throat>
3: I don't, uh, and I also don't miss the 91 and the 605 and the 105 and everything else I used to take to get to the office because sometimes it would take me about two hours plus to get to the office and then come back. So that's why – the way we started initially working together is – AP started handling all the warehouse stuff because he was close by, only a few minutes away. Okay. I live so far away that uh, I started doing a lot of the kind of uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, yeah. right? So marketing and kind of uh, um, customer service. I just occasionally go into the office. So, yeah, I don't miss that traffic. You guys got some traffic here too, though. That 35, Ooh-hoo. but it's just because of a lot of construction, right? The area is growing. You guys are getting Never more Californians every single day. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, and so it just, it, it's always something, right? Okay. But, uh, most of the time it's faster for me to take streets cause I'm in North, uh, uh, Fort Worth near Saginaw okay. and, and our warehouse is off of a 20 and 35. So sometimes it's just faster to take streets. Uh, gotcha. but you know, other than that, we're just, uh, you know, yeah, traffic's not too bad. That's yeah. Good. Living
2: here in Texas, you'll become a master of taking side streets.
1: Instead of taking the highway. yeah. 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 Uh, very rarely take the highway. Yeah, we always take it. Like, yeah. We come out there, I, I, I take 121 because I'm not like 35 <coughs> getting on that shit. Um, but uh, <clears throat> for the most part, you can pretty much get everywhere on side streets <clears throat> in Dallas, Fort Worth because what? Beltline <clears throat> runs pretty much through the whole city.
0: Yeah, they have so many main streets, but mm-hmm. then they're not even side streets because everybody knows about them. So, like, sometimes I have to get off the tollway because it's so jacked up. And I'll go to Preston or Hillcrest, but everybody knows now. So, right. just yeah, trading so off one traffic for another. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> it's not too bad. I have a cousin that lives in Palmdale and works in L.A. Two hours back and forth every day. It's taking years off her life. I feel bad for her. I tell her, hey, man, move to Texas. Because she was. You know, it's always possible each year, but it hasn't quite. White happened. If it changes the mind a lot. All right. That's it's hard so. to give up that, that LA lifestyle, yeah, yeah,
1: man. with the seventy five degree weather it, to mm-hmm. come down here and basically
0: get cooked to death? Just to be in, in a state
1: in hell's
0: uh, <laughs> oven? The state where they monetize the weather. That's amazing. Like how do you charge more because of something you have no control over? Right. I don't understand. It's right. genius. It is. I would like to do something like that before I die. I think it's an evil genius. You gonna hop on the topic?
1: Yeah, we can. Um, Before we do, just kind of mention like you know the the busy way we we got a we got a code at checkout. Use uh, code WAFS save you a little bit on that uh, first box. Also, if you've been paying attention to fucking TikTok, uh, I did a video basically showed you what it's like to get a Winston box, yo. So if you haven't checked that out, check that out uh also on instagram too but that's it don't mention anything else for me into these <clears throat> topics
3: well uh make sure you use that code wafs to get four items in your first box and make sure we'll get a pant a sweater a nice shirt and a fourth item so you know you mm-hmm. can't beat that where else are you gonna get good <clears throat> decent quality big and tall men's clothes that fit for 40 bucks try that going to dxl you're lucky to get a pair of underwear
5: for That's 40 right. bucks. For 40 bucks. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know what? I, I feel like some
1: of y'all are ungrateful. you welcome, motherfuckers. That's because of us. <laughs> and the good folks at the Winston Box. Right? you gotta get four items and shit. Get a pair of pants. There you go. Four shirts. You get, you literally make 17 items. 17 outfits with that. I just, just threw a random number out nice. there. I don't know if you really do 17. You know, 15. Let's not exaggerate, please. <laughs> <you know>. 15 <laughs> items out of it. So, But yeah, check us, check us out. Check them out. I definitely recommend it. Uh, I have... Yeah. Because they they've given me a lot of stuff, so I have a lot of shirts that I wear to work. Uh, great fit. i um, want a couple to work, on, all So uh, Will and uh, <laughs> and Ted are actually uh, twins today because they decided to dress alike. They and did on the same shirt. I mean, Both it wasn't
2: it, it wasn't by communication; just kind of happened
1: that way. You know, I have yet. to. I have to. We, when we do stuff cute. like when we came out there to see y'all uh, last uh, last weekend, I texted him. I said, "Do not." Where the camouflage joggers I'm wearing on today, I would I, I
2: already had the black ones on already, so you know, um, so yeah, it, it wasn't. It, it was wasn't
3: just a happy accident, day. and it's unfortunate because sure. nobody can tell us apart. Sure. It was
2: funny because he was sure. saying that because I was going to call him today, and I was like, "What are you wearing?" You know, because I thought maybe you are going to put on a hoodie.
1: Funny thing is, I almost did. It had been three of us sitting in the same, <laughs> <laughs> same shirt. On. I was like, no, nah, I'm about to go get my haircut. I don't want to get hair in it, and all that good stuff. And,
3: all right, yeah. but but real, uh, can, can, how was how that hoodie? I love it. Yeah. I actually got a compliment on it. Did you? Yeah. Love it. Yeah, <clears throat>
2: yeah I love it. I yeah. love it. I've worn it this one uh twice already because... This is one of
3: my favorite pieces that we've done. Not only I like the look, um, I like the fact that we're doing the uh, horizontal lines uh, because typically big and tall clothing tries to avoid that. But actually, I don't know if you guys know know this or not, but I did a study a while back, um, and uh, if you take an object and you put vertical lines on it, uh, the one where you put horizontal lines on it, actually the horizontal lines actually look smaller. Hmm. Um, And so... uh, Guys, especially if you're listening to this, and if you've kind of fallen into that myth as a big and tall guy, all you can do is wear black and can't wear a horizontal stripe. I'm here to tell you, man. uh, First of all, the the whole black thing, you know, you can wear what you want, wear the colors that you want, wear what you, uh, what expresses you and and kind of what makes you feel positive, but also the horizontal stripe thing, complete myth. So apart from the fact that we're kind of breaking the quote unquote rules of big and tall guys. Uh, I love the feel of the fabric. I love the the arms. are a little bit tighter. They're a little bit more tapered. They define them a little bit more. Yeah. This is a great piece, guys. So that's my little sales plug. Get that hoodie.
1: Right. And we just want shit that looks like everybody else's stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want, you know, dad jeans exactly. to a certain extent. You know, like, I want them to be cut, you know, nice. I don't need skinny jeans. Like, no big dude, number one, should walk around looking like a hot dog you just put in the microwave for too long—that <laughs> shit. <ain't exploded. laughs> Two. I'm not. I'm not a proponent for big dudes tucking either. I don't. I don't think we should. Yeah, tuck we shirts shouldn't tuck shirts. Okay. <laughs> you, just, you look weird. Um,
2: you can't breathe.
1: You know, it's hard to breathe. Where's where's what I do if like interviews and stuff like that? I wear a sweater and just roll that bitch up in there. Like I'm one. I'm not going to be uncomfortable. Two. I. I'm not going to risk a button popping off that bitch and killing the person that's interviewed me because he flew out there 75 miles a fucking hour and shit. So. <laughs> and, and also,
3: pro tip, if you're running a little bit late, you don't need to iron that bitch. You don't need to iron the shirt. Right. So, right you know,
1: like, just make sure the collar is straight. That's all you got to do. All you got to do is iron the collar. The rest of the shirt can look fucking terrible, but I have a sweater on.
3: Nice. So and, b- before I started the Winston box, I had another job, and I, I absolutely hated. it. Hated the job. The moment, the day I took it, I regretted it, but I stuck around for two years. But it got to the point that I was just like, uh, I stopped kind of really caring. So, like, I would just, first of all, I was constantly late. And it was usually just tossing the shirt in the dryer for about 30 seconds mm-hmm. just to get a little bit of the wrinkle out of the collars mm-hmm. and then put the sweater on and boom. It's like, 85-degree day, but kept my sweater on because I wasn't going to take it off. Right. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I feel you. Yeah, uh, t- tucking is always a, a little bit dangerous. I guess it depends on the person. The other thing is what's always kind of tripped me out is uh, I don't know why big and tall clothing companies think that uh, we want to call attention to our weight by making kind of sarcastic, ironic jokes on the on our T-shirts, mm. you know, or why everything <clears throat> is big dog or big guys do it better. It's right. like, you know, yeah. can I just get yeah. a real yeah. regular yeah, you a shirt? T-shirt, man? Yeah, you get a shirt, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, uh, like big load loading or uploading or I like know, don't. I know yeah. exactly why they have that. It's because there's skinny people behind the marketing for that. Like, there's no. Huge guy sitting in the marketing room, like, "Hey, we don't want that. That's not what we. Need.
1: That's what we there need. You we go. need some. We need bigger dudes at the table and shit. We so.
3: do, or we need bigger dudes designing for smaller guys, like you know, anorexic yeah. or something. Something, <laughs> something, <laughs> something ironic on right. this T-shirt there. Give them a taste. You know,
0: I think that. I need that's raw meat point. or
3: red meat. <laughs>
0: that's a big point, man. Is like just having representation, because I think that causes expansion in those companies.
2: Exactly. you see yourself more Exactly <clears throat> You don't have to see at yeah. the table What makes you an expert if you're a skinny guy on will make right. right. clothes You know what I'm saying so, Makes sense Yeah it does make sense
1: Alright I guess let's get into the, the regular shit Yeah Um, Midterms coming up across the uh, country Vote for Herschel uh, Walker Next week yeah do that <laughs> Yeah do that shit
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um Herschel Walker Not I guess for Herschel Walker Herschel Walker feel like Walker, he would go up there And try and vote for himself And accidentally vote for someone else But right right I meant to vote for Herschel <laughs> <laughs> Is
1: there any way you can bring it back No <laughs> mm-hmm. the vote for me is a vote for No i <laughs> <laughs> daddy um, But Yeah Herschel's running A whole bunch of dumbasses are running So um, Midterms are coming up um, Since y'all are new to Texas and mm-hmm. Texas is different. Mm-hmm. I think I think um for the most part <clears throat> Dallas is more purplish leaning uh Blue Way. Um but there's definitely certain areas, Plano, fuck that is not, um and other places that aren't. So how do y'all feel or do you feel uh <clears throat> the difference between how it is in California? And how it is here,
0: you know, based on the political climate.
3: Well, it's funny to me that California is the boogeyman for everything in Texas. Absolutely, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, it's and and you know, I'm not not trying to make a, anything any major political observations, but it's always you know Californians coming in here and you know raising the the property taxes, raising the the housing costs. But the other day, I saw an ad. It was like this guy thinks, uh, wants to turn Texas into California. I'm like, really? You know, it's just kind of, it, it's amusing to me, you know. Um, so a few months ago when I first came here, um, I went to uh, to a bar. So I, I'm a huge, uh, I love soccer. Manchester United is my team. There's a, a supporters group all over the country. So I went uh, to the Dallas group locally here and I met somebody that, uh, I got introduced to somebody and, we started chatting. and said, oh, you're from the L.A. group? He's like, uh, well, just don't bring your politics over here. <laughs> just kidding. And then kind of he played it off, and then he like, well, but, but, yeah, really, don't. Don't, don't. bring your politics. <laughs> yeah, I so like, you know, shit. so mm-hmm. he was kind of being funny about it, but it's like, and you don't know what my politics are, you know. And it's right. like, uh, you know, look, obviously, that's some, that, some and sense. that's the other interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Running into other Californians, uh, whenever I run into another Californian, I kind of just kind of, I let it known that i were from California and I kind of just kind of shut my mouth and at some point they just can't help themselves to tell you why they left California <laughs> and then I usually kind of judge whether or not I'm ever going to speak to that person right. <laughs> based <laughs> off of that you know so that's I just find that interesting but you know there's plenty of people from both sides of the aisle that have come to California for right. a variety of different reasons I'm sorry to Texas rather for a variety of different reasons but yeah I do feel that uh, the 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 tone of the Political ads are—it's—it's it's different. I can't put my finger on it, but it's definitely along the lines of you know, this guy's bad. Yeah. You know, we're not as bad.
4: You know, so I don't yeah.
1: know.
3: That's just my observation.
1: Yeah, identity politics is, is always been stupid to me, but it's big, big
4: here. Yeah, for me being in California or from New York, California, the election time it kind of would come and go. Like you wouldn't. Well, you kind of know what's happening over there, and you know it, but. It, it, when you when people talk about there's a lot more things to do in California, so you don't like even sporting events. Everybody bitches. People that live somewhere else are bitching why people don't go to sports in California, like it affects them, right? But there's a lot to do, so sometimes you don't even really realize that things have come and gone. So, but what I do find interesting is like for however long people have been flooding California, and you never hear that kind of talk of like. Don't it's bring this coming. shit here. Yeah, don't or text, don't right. do this don't shit Texas here. Like California, you know? Nobody gives a fuck, right? right? Like everybody I met out out there, like Will was one of the outliers that grew up there, right? Everybody was from somewhere else, but it wasn't a big deal, right? Right. But here, like Will said, I mean, people got a hard on for California. Everything is it's it's on their mind, you know. Like, mm-hmm. but it almost is like they're they're looking for things to blame instead of. Worrying about how to make things better for themselves, right? Exactly, so, and
1: I think I think that's because that's what the politicians do
4: here. Sure. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. it started also also with they, Toyota, they the
1: boogeyman.
0: They uh, built but, their base around
1: yeah, Toyota enemy, coming here, not, yeah. Not yeah, On you know, like that
0: kind of started it, you know, on yeah. how to make things better. So, yeah. so, so my one know.
4: other experience was a guy we both in, uh, know and were friends with um, that actually moved from Texas to california for a job where we used to work mm-hmm. uh we all embraced him like i used to play basketball leagues and everything with him uh he came out for my wedding actually so pretty good friends but uh when we tell him we're moving here the first thing he has to say to me is don't bring your politics and hey you don't know how i vote like will said right mm-hmm. but all of a sudden like i was born and raised here in his mind maybe not like you know if it, sometimes some people, even they're born here, they don't seem as true Americans, right? But long story short, um, you know, it almost comes off as, like, what are you, like, a gatekeeper of allowing me to move mm-hmm. freely right. or, or across mm-hmm. the U.S.? But, of, you know, trying to give your blessing of, like, oh, if, you, if you're coming here, you know, make sure you don't do this or that. But right, who are you to, to kind of be the gatekeeper of Texas, you know what I mean? Well, so- because a lot of Texans think that Texas is, is its own
2: country. Right. Texas because,
0: like, is the Kanye West of the United States. Can we say that? I think yeah. like so. Alabama
1: or some shit like that. But. I think he is. Uh, I think yeah.
5: it is because yeah. Texas,
0: like you said, is gatekeeping. You have people who their immediate response is, "If you come in here, conform," because that's how badly they don't want to change anything, no matter how piss poor things are. It's like you and like they said, you don't know. Like I could be very conservative from California. I could be you know gun toting kill these people, like, let's do all the, the Republican talking points. You don't know. You just assume because of where I'm from. And that's it's terrible. Right. It's ignorant. <clears throat> do better, Texas.
3: <laughs> but uh, I think that well, the other part of the reason, I think, is because, you know, if you go, like Amit said, election season in California comes and goes, and the reason you can typically say that is because most of the time it's a fait accompli, right? There's, you know how the, the state's going to lean... You know, typically uh, the Democrats going to win uh, the governorship. Mm-hmm. You know, the senators are going to be gover- – so there's not a lot of surprise. I think what what's happening here is, you know, I think there's a lot of folks who are scared, mm-hmm. a lot of folks who are concerned that, you know, their way of life is about to change because mm-hmm. they're seeing – you know, I've seen it over the last few, few years. Texas is slowly but surely kind of leaning – slightly in a different direction right so um and I think that's where you kind of really get I don't want to call it vitriol but maybe that's the best word to describe it you know people are kind of out there kind of really making a point to try to get you to vote their way and make it known that you should you should vote this particular way because they're concerned that you know maybe one or two more election cycles away from things potentially changing so I, I get why somebody whose entire way of life has been one particular way all of a sudden feels like that's might be coming to an end Versus in California That's that You know Pretty right. much If you're a Republican You know And I'm I definitely was You know I'm not right now I'm independent Because mm-hmm. I don't like to see How the way the party's gone Over the last few years I left it uh, When The former guy was in office uh, Or mm-hmm. he, he became the nominee So You know uh, So I Like I said You don't know how I vote Right, right. Like I, you know But I um, Now I think that More than anything That's That experience Has allowed me to be More open minded and I felt over the last few years, I've you know, most, typically most people become more set in their ways as they get older, mm-hmm. right? And I feel that I've kind of gone the opposite direction. I've started to question a lot of things mm-hmm. and kind of really have a more open mind about uh, certain aspects of, of my politics because, uh, you know, uh, I've been more open to dialogue. That's good.
0: I think, too, like, as you get older, you start to really realize, uh, to Will's point, like, when we're... Being a part of this whole like political landscape, you don't know what people's politics are, and it's like there. I think the dream or the ideal of democracy was you can have your own political stance, and it doesn't have to affect me to where we can't be okay, right? You know, that's why people always was like, either we don't talk about it, or we know it's different, but it's okay, and it's like those lines have converged so much to where. It's constant conflict, right? Like it's just friction all the time now, and I think that's what you, you're noticing, like you said, because Dallas is very blue, but it's it's become a battleground still. You know, they do a lot of redistricting, they do a lot of drawing lines to try and you know kind of minimize it, set, yeah.
1: set up to where yeah, like, kind of win, yeah. eliminate
0: the impact Ge- and gerrymandering. Thank you, and it's become a lot of friction, and I think even in uh, Houston. In different areas like that, like it's just because it's very hot, like bubbling point to where that's why I think that's the first thing that comes out of their mouth is the fear, right? Which is, hey, don't bring your stuff here. They're afraid. That's that's all that says to me if you say that. Don't bring your California politics to my side. Okay, so you're scared. Don't know why you're scared because you don't even know anything about me yet. And literally, nothing happens. Right. Nothing happens. Well but. that's that's the point. They it doesn't matter because they've created this boogeyman. Yeah. Right. And that's that's all people need to run with since they're already in fear. So it's like, "Okay, you know, yes, California is the bad guy." Don't Some, bring that.
3: Somebody said something to me the other day that was pretty interesting. I was um taking an Uber And the driver was from California. And again, I kind of just shut my mouth and see what came out of her mouth, right? And she actually, surprisingly, I was surprised how open she was about being very liberal, right? And she, uh, you know, uh, one thing that she said that was pretty observant was that in all her time that she lived in California, she never really heard once anybody make it a point to let you know where they stood politically in the Mm. very beginning of meeting you. Right, right, and right. she feels that like now that she lives here, especially the last few years, like whenever she gets to know somebody, the political leaning seems to come out Confer- very quickly in the conversation. Right. It's right. in the
1: fucking bios on dating apps,
3: like, <laughs> yeah,
1: Christine, five two, blonde hair, conservative, love my guns, two eight this, Trump. This like I was like, yo, like, yeah. Like, identity politics is a big thing here. Like, these motherfuckers leave with that shit. Right. Like, I, like I no, like, get to know, you know, me, and then we can talk about, like, that old-day Pell joke. Like, so I was fucking my wife in the ass the other night. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, who'd you vote for? Dang. That's a great joke. That's too, that's too far. That is a great joke. <laughs> so I was fucking my wife. It's <laughs> like, yeah, so uh-huh. it's just one, of those, one of those things, like, that people here just kind of just, Leave with, and it's strange. I've always yeah. thought it was strange. Like, don't ask me because I what well, I'm not going to tell you to. Like, it's it's nobody's business. Like, yeah,
2: that's why I don't I don't talk about politics at work. You know, because you know oh, it, can, it can cause major issues. And I think another thing that we've talked about before is the sense of paranoia that um, a lot of people have as far as you know, they have been the majority for the longest time mm-hmm. and slowly but surely, you know, people are starting to catch up. Mm-hmm. And when, you, <clears throat> when they start to catch up, they feel like they're losing control yeah. over over certain issues, whether political or, or whatever. And um so it's like it's like more of a sense of urgency now. It's just mm-hmm. more paranoia to the fact that, you know, uh I was the top dog for years you know, and now people are starting to catch up and, right. and the loss of that control uh, makes them crazy.
0: You know what it's like? It's like uh, watching a, what was that, that Team USA documentary. You know, Dream Team, whatever. they killing mm-hmm. everybody for like a decade or two and then the world catches up. up and now they're getting their ass <laughs> beat and they're like, alright, right, what do we do? What do we do? Who do we call? Bringing Kobe. I mean, who's the political <clears throat> Kobe? It's like
1: Megatron. <laughs> 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 they had
0: to bring in that X-Factor to get them over the hump.
1: Thing. Right. But he's like the Power Rangers Zord that, that changes his shit. Like, yeah. You know, to regular the big dude To the big, one. To the big Yeah. The big one. yeah. yeah
2: that, that was Kobe. Did yeah. oh, right.
1: Power Rangers
0: just basically steal from Transformers? Voltron. <sighs> okay. <Yeah. clears> okay. <throat> <clears throat> I'm just putting that out there. So, yeah. Uh,
1: everybody vote. Shit. Whatever way you vote, just vote. Just least, vote. Yeah. Uh, and try to you Tuesday. talk to
0: somebody about politics not to be an asshole. Right. Just, oh,
1: don't put it in your bio either like on a date site because that's a boner killer. <laughs> yeah.
2: She's kidding, Immediate right. swipe left. I'm uh, like, also,
1: okay. the fucking fishing and, and, and hunting pictures too. Like, women got that shit too. Like, yeah. literally saw a lady with a deer in her head. Like, yeah. it was like,
5: the fuck uh-huh. what the deer do to you cause like, <laughs>
2: uh-huh. swipe left again she Killed that deer yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah so vote Tuesday
5: <laughs>
1: um, mm-hmm. kind of on topic but off topic uh, we've been talking about uh, big men's closing mm. um, I wonder what the appetite of market is for big dudes only fans I know a chick that basically makes about two million a month Doing All on OnlyFans like right, yeah You know her Yeah I know her Know her Like two, not know her Not like 2 typically. million Yeah she makes a lot of money She makes a shit ton That's of money That's a lot A month Maybe not a month Okay Cause she just posts like her earning Like statement So maybe that was from last year She okay. made 2 million fucking dollars
0: in a year Okay uh, You said a month I'm like and you know her Why would you I wouldn't even be here I'd be outside of her Like room. I don't know her
1: I don't know her biblically She lives in nah. New Orleans Wow nah.
3: For research purposes, can you forward us the link? Absolutely. I think
1: that's Thank important. You. <laughs> I think that's important. Sharing is caring. She has a free one, too. You know, you just buy it when you
3: want to. Yeah, but the free ones are never never mind. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's what we hear. That's what we hear. But,
1: like, I don't think it's necessarily fair. Like, I mean, I get it. You know, women, like, we will pay for shit like that. But women necessarily won't. But there's got to be, like, a market for, like, big dudes only fans where I don't have to do anything. It's probably you. untapped, but, and you should try it.
3: Well, let me tell you how much I make a month. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sure there's got to be a market. You know, that's there's. What I'm I mean, like whenever I want to get a confidence boost, I'll put a picture of myself on Instagram, and then occasionally there'll be like you know two or three dudes, and I just like show my wife, I'm like, hey, babe, I have options. Just letting you know. <laughs> <So>.
5: <laughs>
2: I don't necessarily like
1: those options, but <laughs> I have them. All right, they there. Get your shit together.
2: <laughs> I think. I think right. that is. First of all, I think. Uh, OnlyFans is definitely a woman-dominated field, you know. Um, anyway, um, I think it's even harder for men in general to even start throwing OnlyFans uh, unless you're like in a topless porn star or whatever. You know, so I think I think it's probably even doubly hard for, for like a fat dude to even start one because, you know, we climbing the climbing the the mountain already. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> The social
0: pecking order, but I I think that's the thing that like Will and them have tapped into is you have untapped markets of people. People, so it's like you don't know that you're connecting with a woman in Missouri who's been waiting to see a a man of your girth. First off, you hoping it's a fucking woman. I mean,
3: (laughs) you know, (laughs) if it's OnlyFans and they pay it, do you care? Do you care? Like you care? You Look, know? guys, I'm, I'm telling you, there's a... So I got a funny story that I'm sharing with you that dovetails right into this. So a couple of years ago, I mentioned that our factory was in Peru, so I would travel um, all the time to Peru to um, kind of get our clothes made and kind of pick out fabrics. So more than two years because of the, the pandemic. So about three years ago, um, I needed to do a, a business transaction at a government uh, agency in Peru. And... Uh, our our plant manager, he connected me with somebody that he knew on the inside who can make the transaction go faster. Mm-hmm. And she was, uh, you know, she was there. She was very helpful. She was very friendly. Uh, you know, and a little bit more friendly than I'm used oh, really to, friendly. Right? <laughs> right? And so, like, hey, we should go get a drink or whatever, you know, kind of. But I just oh. thought it was just because she knew my, my our plant manager was that was a relationship, right? Like, she can't possibly be interested in me because I'm a big dude, and you know, big dudes aren't attractive, right? Whoa. So uh, then the pandemic happened, lost touch. So a few months ago, she reaches out and come to find out that, you know, she's, so I'm like, yeah, she wants to talk to me about something. So, okay, so, so she wants to know if she can, if I had any clothes for her because she just uh, is about to get married wow. to an American who is an 8XL. Wow. And I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, she was interested, mm-hmm. you know? So again, <laughs> babe, I have options. But no, so she was, <laughs> so she was interested. And so. So again, there is that the perception, and unfortunately, as big and tall guys, sometimes we kind of fall into that trap of like, you know, you know, we are we might not be attractive. Society doesn't find us attractive. We're not the the traditional attractive. But there's definitely women out there, guys out there, if that's your thing. There's definitely, you know, I can tell you, eye opening. Uh, had that, having uh, gone through the, the the starting process of getting the business off the ground and kind of meeting people who were there to help us uh, get the word out, you know, the bear community for, for, for gay men who were into uh, bigger dudes. I mean, like, hmm. I never knew that was a thing, but it is a thing. Right. You know, it is. And, and you know, so there's definitely... Uh, it's, uh, there. it's there. It's there. There's definitely some... There's going to be some OnlyFans guy our size <clears throat> who's going to kill it. Right. And then everybody sitting around the table is going to be regretting it. Except me, of course, because I'm married and I can't do that shit. <laughs> Animate, NAP. I'm trying to tell you.
0: And, I, and I, when I think of it, I think of like Biggie, Rick Ross to a you know, lesser so, degree. So, yeah. But it's like big fellas with confidence have always gotten That's what true. they wanted. Like, I went to high school with something. I went to middle school. I'm, it was a big dude in middle school. Real thick. But he used to have like the matching coat with the the uh, what is it the little slide? You no, know, when Puffy and them was real big, so he was he had the like a yellow and black coat, the goggles. Oh yeah, goggles. goggles. He just wear them on the side of his head. <laughs> he sell candy. He would sell candy out of his jacket. Girls just talk about him all the time. I was like, wow. But he was confident. Big Reggie with the candy and the Yo, goggles. That's yeah, that's that's I'm That was fucking right. he, he was be he pulling whatever he wanted. So that's what I'm saying. Like Will said, the perception have you thinking this way. But in reality, you know, if you're willing to take that step, somebody's going to meet you. So I support your OnlyFans debut. I'm not going to, like, watch it, no, yeah, but I'll we'll support go, it. it. Yeah, I'll watch like, the free one. We're not going to subscribe, but we got you. You
2: know what I'm saying? So I think you should go for it.
0: I feel no, like no, when, you, you see, should try one, this for the podcast. Number one, number one. So you can give feedback. Number one,
1: I'm not going to be the guinea pig for every fucking thing. It's not you. everything. 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 To make you do it's everything. not everything. It's not everything. It's not everything. He's trying to make him do
0: everything, I
2: swear everything. to God. Everything.
0: Because you know I'm going to say He now. tested out a product recently and, and shared it on the whoa, podcast. Whoa,
1: whoa, 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 <laughs> Little bitch, little, little <laughs> find out for the fucking set of shit.
2: <laughs> tell the
1: people family business. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I want to the, 3000 oh
2: oh my crazy, God. the guac three thousand. It's amazing. The still, guac guac. It's still. I've been seeing more
0: ads for this now.
2: What the fuck is going on? I, dude. Did I post one? You're on over the, 3000 is? Yeah, the 3000. No. guac, guac. guac. three thousand. Yeah, the guac three oh. thousand.
0: Can
1: they
2: explain it? What?
0: The
1: guac three thousand. Is a guac is in
3: guacamole? I'm fat, so I, I guac like
1: uh, mm-mm. like hawk, but with a G. Yeah, so G W. Okay, okay. It's um. <laughs> Go ahead and it's a, it's a It's a male masturbation toy. Yeah. So, yeah. basically,
5: it's
1: <laughs> silicone. It has a shape in the mouth. Motherfucker vibrates. Did you look it up? Did you look it, it up? it fucking spins. <laughs> so,
5: one day I happen
1: to be on Instagram, and I keep seeing, like, ads and shit for it. And I'm like... Yo, this would be good content for the. I'm I'm gonna buy that bitch like 69 bucks, oddly enough. Of course it is. That's a a good price point. It's a a good price point. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And and buy it for the podcast. And I'm gonna talk about that shit. You did. I mean, fuck it. It's amazing. Like.
0: (laughs) It was an amazing was, episode, too. It was,
1: yeah, it was a pretty good episode. It was, it was, yeah, 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 lady a uh, lady friend listened to that shit. And she laughed her ass off. She's like, four <sighs> times in one day? I was like, yeah, like it's four times in fucking one day. you gotta call a fucking crap after, after that shit. Like, is that that? But, but it was definitely <sighs> worth it. And then since then, these motherfuckers trying to get me to do all types of shit. I mean, you know, you're the bold one. That's all. I kind of am, man. I I kind, yeah. kind of am the bowl with other other podcasts. Yeah. Man. If this
0: is proof of anything, it's that Instagram marketing work. It, it absolutely it sure did. got It you. did.
1: It did. And I think you probably got a lot of motherfuckers
0: like I, that. I, that I bought a couple up. things from Instagram, like, just from seeing the ad. So,
3: that shit really works. I typically try not to, but yeah. I got hooked on something last week, and I could not. The child in me could not stop itself from buying it. I bought an advent calendar. But not just oh, wow. any advent calendar. A diehard... Nakatomi Plaza Advent wow, Calendar, no, where nice. Hans Gruber, wow. Hans Gruber is falling. On the, he's a little magnet. And he's falling one floor at a time to, to 25 oh, feet to his death. No, 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 that's awesome. no, Isn't that great? Support. You have to that. get that. you, yeah. yes. you, you can't that. let that
2: pass. Yeah, yeah. that's you a great to. purchase.
1: You motherfucker. You got to buy that. <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> that's perfect.
0: You got, you got to buy that.
3: Touching shit. cowboy, touching.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, them ads work, man. I, I've I've gotten to the point where I'm like I, I can't because I I bought a couple things and they end up being a little less quality so I'm like let me back off of it a little bit but
1: well see you got you got to take your chance got the You got to go out three thousand like both success stories you yep. know I try Win- to stay away from the from
3: advertising except for Winston Box the Winston Box Instagram and Facebook you yes, can count on that
0: yes every
3: time ten out of ten
0: I agree do those, do those ads work for
1: y'all on Instagram.
3: They do. They Same. do. So things have changed a little bit. So we <laughs> used to, um, with the, with Facebook being brought and hauled in front of Congress, right, and kind of talking about data privacy and, you know, people mm-hmm. using personal information. So Facebook went from one extreme to the next, right, for, like, everything was fair game. and Then they got called out for some election stuff. So now they've kind of tried to tweak their marketing or their uh, their audiences that you can reach out to. So we used to be able to tap into – Purchasing behavior, specifically like, okay, if you're a guy who has used Facebook and you've used uh, an app on your phone to purchase big and tall clothing, right? So Dirty Secret, that's how a lot of these companies find you guys, right? They they look at your purchasing behavior and, okay, if you've bought big and tall before, you're probably looking for big and tall again. So everything was riding pretty smooth for us. And then at the beginning of this year, uh, Facebook unilaterally said, yeah, big and tall, that's too much Personal information, so we're wow. eliminating that audience. So now, you know, you our ads, you know, we're we're working through it. You know, yeah. they're not as performing as well as they used to because now, you know instead of being able to directly target big and tall guys I gotta do a lot of different things yeah. look lot audiences and it's a lot like of technical stuff mm. but you know that's why we get a lot of you know skinny motherfuckers on our ads like hey I'm a medium you know yeah. why are you showing me this shit or the worst part it's like you know some some guy like go have a salad You're, Right. you know uh, or work like, off fatty. Like, hey. right <laughs> you know I've, I've
1: seen those and I've, I've started to comment I was like nah I'll, I'll keep
3: moving yeah it, <laughs> that's it that's takes a, a lot sure. of uh, it takes a lot of effort to not comment you right. know to, like be the bigger person occasionally i've like made a sarcastic remark as the the the, the page you know but uh you know you also don't want to fall into you know we're not wendy's and like wendy's can do that whole twitter thing right where they're sarcastic and they mm. can kind of just But like, we're, yeah. we're we're a business and in uh-huh. the end that we can't be out there just offending anybody we don't have that clout you know yeah. a wendy's can do that the the winston box mom and pop you know uh company um we, we, we don't have the luxury to do that, so we have to kind of take the high road. But it is it is frustrating. But yeah, so, but it's a long, long story short Instagram and Facebook have kind of gotten us to where they, we uh, wanted to go, but we're branching out. We're looking at uh, TikTok, uh, a lot okay. of different avenues because, um, you know, the audiences are shifting, right? People are leaving, a deplatforming Facebook, they're deplatforming mm-hmm. Instagram. They're going to other places, so we need to go where the audiences are. Uh, and uh, I think that TikTok and there's other. Uh, uh, other platforms out there that we're looking at cool that's good stuff let's see what else we got
1: i don't know i really don't have anything else other than uh and that's sad i, I don't want to bring down the, the mood of the podcast I mean, it, like it's that. a topic okay well i guess uh what was this last week <clears throat> this week what was last last week last week, <laughs> last week. Yeah. Uh one of the members of the Migos uh takeoff unfortunately yeah. uh passed away. And there's a lot of there's a lot of shit that, that's around his death that yeah. I'm learning just reading online Yeah some of the things that happened and I'm not gonna repeat it 'cause one well, I don't want a motherfucker to Come from Houston trying to get me because I repeated some shit. <laughs> uh, and two, who knows
0: if it's actually fucking actual? A car with a Houston plate just like following you around. You and know stuff. what I'm saying? Like, like,
1: like the fucking mm-hmm. uh, what do they call the swangers that they put on their on their cars, <laughs> with them shits on there. You know Hearing Paul Wall uh, <laughs> wrapped in faux like I don't. No, nah, it's nah, get away from me, man. Say <laughs> so. I don't. I mean, I don't know if anything is true. Or any of it that's that's been said is true. It's just unfortunate that we've lost another young twenty eight years old. Kershnick
0: Kari Ball.
1: How do you say his name? Kershnick Kari Ball. All right, you got that one. That's tough. Uh, but uh <laughs> <laughs> um unfortunately lost another one, what P and Rock uh month not even a month ago. Yeah. Uh and countless others before uh him. What I will say about about the shit, and we've talked about this um, on the podcast before. Is that we gotta find a different way in dealing with each other? <clears throat> Everything, and and, I, and we were talking about this at the barbershop. It's partly our generation and the generation before us' fault that the younger kids are okay with this type of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, How so?
0: Uh, Cause we was fighting We were, we were fighting We were we, fighting We was throwing fair ones but, And then you know You see them on the block But you mad, also but, hear
1: In the music And see on TV And, and movies Just motherfuckers Just you know Lighting people up it, It's okay And I think A lot of us Have been desensitized To Violence In this country mm-hmm. um, Yeah Just because It's put in our faces 24 fucking 7 Some of us choose to, you know, use it, and some of us don't. Like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I just think that it's, I don't like the casualness of yeah, killing somebody. Yeah. Because it's not a movie. The director doesn't yell cut. Yeah. He doesn't get up and goes to his trailer and maybe eats a sandwich. Like, there's a ripple effect. You affected his family from generations
0: to come, and you affected Right. Yours. I think that's the big thing right. is that you don't realize like the, the hole you put in somebody's family right. can't be replaced. That's crazy. In your own know. family. That too. Like, dude, like that too. if you got kids, your mama has to come and see you
1: in prison. Like prison's fucking terrible. It is. You heard the things they do to motherfuckers in prison and shit. There was a dude named the Booty Warrior. I don't know if you actually really seen that episode of the Booty. That's a real motherfucker. That's based on a real dude. You know the booty warrior is a real motherfucker And there's booty warriors In, in every penitentiary around them
0: well, <laughs> the
1: I mean, there is. That sounds
3: like a Quentin Tarantino character
1: <laughs> But he's a real dude Give Like the booty dick. warrior was a real dude I like you And I want you We can do this the easy way Or we can do this the hard way Oh god That's terrible Oh shit! What's the fucking easy way?
0: Because they both sound <laughs> don't want to find out. Pause. Um, I think too, like like you said, like violence is at our doorstep now. Like there are things I've seen online I would have never thought. If you talked to me in 1995, I like I never see anybody's head blow up like in real life in my lifetime. But it's like with the internet and circulation of these videos,
3: they come around. <coughs> it's that, really that's, challenging. That's interesting, you know, because I remember uh like when we were younger like you're watching faces of death right and it's faces like of faces of death. you know mm-hmm. and it's not real stuff but i remember it was like being like really taboo like you know mm-hmm. you, you, and so now it was a few months ago there was a car chase in la or a motorcycle chase and the guy ran through an intersection hit a car and he flew off his motorcycle see like, that shit? right ha- right mm-hmm. you see they see the other angle so they had another angle from a security camera. You just see his body flying towards the camera, thud, 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 dead. And you know, I didn't even like think twice. Right. It didn't bother you, yeah. right? Yeah, it, you didn't flinch. It, uh, like, it was almost—I hate to say it—it's a little macabre, it's a little amusing, you know. Mm. I mean, it, it, but but we've yeah. gotten to that point where right. you know through social media or whatever you get desensitized. So, same thing, you know. You you can't blame content, right? People put content out there, right? I don't know, I don't know if you want to call this content, right? It's just, but it's it's what it is. People find get it's the news uh, footage, it's the camera footage that content comes out there, but you know people then consume that content and then you know there's ramifications. There's people who you know. Uh, the porn is content. Content. They get addicted to porn, or they get desensitized to what they see in that, and so that affects them in their personal relationships, uh, right? So, mm-hmm. I think in any way, it's 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 how you consume the content. It isn't necessarily the fault of the content, but it's how you consume it. And and if you're not that type of person that that can kind of separate that reality from fiction, it causes problems, right? right.
1: And the fact that it's just abundantly available,
3: too it easily is. available.
1: Yeah. Reddit's a horrible place. <laughs> That's but it's, tough, but it's fucking awesome. But it's, it is. It's
2: horrible. It's amazing. Just
1: it's it's like this video uh, yeah. that North.
2: that you posted in the group this morning. I think it was either you or Mushambi that uh, <coughs> the guy riding a motorcycle and the, the tire color. Oh, tire. Nowhere. Yeah, that was yeah. yesterday.
1: That was fucking hilarious. That, yeah, but oh, it's right. like, <laughs> but it, like <laughs> we don't
2: know if the guy lived or died. But it was, it was funny as I mean, but like you get it's to like, heaven, you got a like, story. But right? like, uh, but it was, it was like okay. Who did you fuck over is so bad that a tire comes out of nowhere? Right. They
0: have a whole subreddit nowhere. dedicated to it. It's really? called Tires Are the Enemy. It's nothing but videos of random people getting hit by yeah, just
2: ran- tires. random. He, he's just well, riding, he's I mean riding, riding his motorcycle. Yeah, yeah man. He's it's riding crazy. his motorcycle literally <laughs> and a fucking tire comes out of nowhere and lights his ass up. I'm like, the The
0: worst wow. one I think I've seen dude was in what looked like a bank and he's sitting there talking and there's a guy sitting right here and it came through the back glass window, the front, the front that one. And hit him right in the back of the head. Just <laughs> and there's no way you know it's coming or not. didn't hit the guy sitting next to him. It didn't hit the guy on the desk. It just hit him. And you like,
2: Damn, Damn, like what did he do? That was so bad. <laughs> he got hit back in the head with a tire. <laughs>
0: nah, that is, it's Tires on the man. Subreddit. It's it is entertaining, like you said. Even even some of the, you know, you guys have seen like sometimes I'll see one of the somebody actually die in an accident or something and I might be like, mm. you know, sometimes I'm like, that's a lot. I'm not looking at those and then sometimes right. it's like, Oh, that's crazy. Now that I've seen it, you gotta see it. And I feel like it it would we would be used to it if like in Rome in the Coliseum, if they have videos, then this would just be normal. They'd be right. like, Oh, that was just like then, you know, but it was like word of mouth. You had to be there, see somebody, you know, get cut from Whatever, rooted to the tutor, but it's like now we can just send those and see it, and it does have an effect on us, but some more than others. You know, I don't, I don't, it doesn't make me feel like I want to be violent, but I, you know, you don't know what it's doing to other people. Right. You. Some people might want to bring that into their world, like for real, for real, which is tough.
1: I mean, this is just, you know, the video of, you know, money. He was laying on the ground and shit. His family got to see.
0: I that see. Shit. I, now I agree with that, but I, I brought that up, uh, and and just to bring you guys in, we had talked about people filming someone after they've been like shot or something, and they're dying. And it's one thing. Like somebody said online, they were talking about, you know, you guys got to stop filming that. There's people's family, and they're looking in. And, and very valid points. And somebody's counterpoint was, you only care because they're famous. Whenever us everyday people die, and that's a video, you share it and don't give a fuck. And I was like, that's a really valid point mm-hmm. because you don't, you just, you know, you don't even know their name, and that, and I think that's the other desensitized part. Like if I don't know the person, they're not in my family, it didn't happen to us. You know, I'm just sharing.
3: There's also a third way of looking at it. You know, uh, <clears throat> we've gotten to the point where no everybody's initial reaction is to keep filming and not just put the phone down to render aid. That is
0: a fact. Right. Exactly, and
3: that's kind of sad, right. yeah. Yeah. And that's
1: you know? the reason why uh on yeah. topic, but on topic uh why at the end of Seinfeld, they all went to prison because they watched yeah. the, they watched the fat guy get robbed yeah. and' then help, <laughs> which is a stupid reason to go to prison, but still
0: it's like it's the same thing, they had a black mirror episode too, where like everybody would pull out their phones when stuff happened, and were just following people around recording instead of offering any aid and stuff, so yeah that is that's bad. I mean, but we're in the age to where you got your TMZs and, you know, uh,
1: the what's it, the, the Daily uh, mail. mail, Daily Mail. I guess pay your <clears> motherfuckers <throat> for those videos. So right. if I'm broke, it, it goes back to the haves and half. I Like you were saying, oh, boy, we're saying y'all don't care if regular folks do. You don't really care. If, well these folks are trying to get paid. You know right. trying to sell it to And somebody. that's
2: why the, the video of, them, of him holding him, at this, <clears> uh, <throat> uh, um, I guess, after he had got shot was all over TMZ, you know, because somebody filmed it and somebody got money for it. Mm -hmm. TMZ paid them for it. And I I love Instagram and stuff because they're like, okay,
0: this is an issue. People complaining, like, you're taking certain videos off, but I can see somebody's head get cut off, and they're like, well, we'll solve this. We'll black the video out, and you can either hit CY or you can hit watch the video anyway. Right. Like, that's their added layer of... What security? For I that? always watch the video. I do
3: too. That's almost an enticement. Let's see right. it's, just a it's, like a, of, it's like a dare. <laughs>
2: yeah, because now you're curious. Now you, now you. it. Right. And, and you then when you watch, it's like, oh, appealing. that was that was fucked up. Yeah, you're like, damn, was, why did I watch this shit? shit? Yeah,
0: right.
1: I This it. You have to see it. Yeah,
0: you'll get some coffee. hell of a day. No, is normal? I don't know. I think it gets worse though before it gets better. That's my thought Oh because, absolutely Yeah definitely you know, Some other platform Will come with some other way To market t- it It's
1: gonna be fucking Twitter Like Twitter's already
0: there <clears throat>
1: Twitter's already there Now you got You know Goofball running in the shit So
0: They say he was uh, He was What He was taking down All the Elon Musk Spoof accounts on Really Twitter. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm sure that was Day one Like
1: Priority <laughs> Memo Emergency meeting Get rid of those Accounts that make Fucking fun of me <laughs> I mean,
3: this whole thing has been so poorly handled. Like, if Elon Musk worked for Elon Musk, he would have fired Elon Musk. I
5: heard
1: he fired somebody like while he was doing an interview. Yeah, it was Joe Rogan. Rogan. It was Joe Rogan. By the way, you're fucking fired too.
2: Yeah, he was like, "You're fired." And she was sitting like, "What?" He's like, "No, you're fired." And so she got up and walked away. And and Joe, and then the look on everybody's faces was like,
5: (laughs) "Well, (laughs) damn
2: he just fired." You know. Um, and, that's part, and that's the reason why he's getting sued is because he's firing these people immediately, but not giving, giving them a 60-day notice per what their HR team well, the for layoffs. Neck, yeah. Exactly. So now he's getting sued for that. He's an idiot. He's an idiot with money. That's basically what he is.
1: <coughs> I mean,
2: and that, I'm sorry. That is He is the whitest motherfucker I've ever seen in my life. I think he's that a motherfucker glows. He glows. He's thinking. a vampire. Yeah. He's fucking, like, but that God like that like his.
1: brand scope, the brand Stoker vampire. He's like one of those motherfuckers from like Twilight and shit. Right. Like he, he, sparkles he sparkles in the, <laughs> in the sun. He sparkles in the sun. Shops at I Recovery and Fitch and The Gap. <laughs> Shout out to both of them. Get big big man size No, don't do that that because we we're good <laughs> over here. But um uh, yeah. I just, you know, it's sad, twenty eight years old.
0: Yeah. Um uh, and, it, and it happened right when, uh, what you call it? Van Lathan and them, they're about to drop that hip-hop homicides documentary, going back to, like, Pop Smoke and and P.M.E. Mm-hmm. Rock. Right, like, they're going to cover <coughs> a lot of things. I think it already came out this past week or it comes out this weekend. And just kind of digging into some of the – their I think their viewpoint is, of course, telling the story of what happened, but also talking about their family members and talking to them about how they feel now and stuff right. like that. So kind of humanizing
1: it. It's it's a ripple effect. You know, I think that's what a lot of people don't realize, regardless if he's, if he's famous or not. It like, just hit me.
0: That's why I always hated Husky. I felt like it dehumanized me. Husky. You're just going to send me to the Husky section? Right. Like, I'm not and, and I, a person?
1: Husky's a fucking dog, too. So like, yeah, like, She just called me a fat dog. They're beautiful, oh, means, they're like beautiful you dogs, though. You, like, so maybe a, we should you look know, at it as a compliment. Fat you know. and a dog? I mean, You're a Husky. I it. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah.
0: No, never.
1: Yeah. I never liked it. It's better than, like I said, like automatically somebody's
0: just like, "Hey, big man." It's like, how you feel about that, Will? Like, if uh, somebody's calling you big man or referencing your size in whatever moniker they give you when they talk to you.
3: Personally, I don't like it. Okay, you know, I've uh, I don't get offended by it, but it bugs me. You know, it's it's never sat right with me. I mean, you know. Imagine taking somebody else's personal characteristics of somebody you just met for the first time, right? And just it, referencing that, you know, yeah, whether it's skin week. color or whatever, it's like you know you wouldn't do that in any other circumstance. You would, so why right. would, you, you, you know, don't. it's like you go to a girl and say, "Hey, big tits," you know, <laughs> right, like, right. you, know you, think, you might think it, but you're not going to say it. Right? right? But like you know, all of a sudden, "Hey, big man, what's up?" Yeah. Right. But you know, again. So the interesting thing, I was having a conversation with somebody about this the other day, is it just goes to show that, you know, being a big guy is still the the one uh, topic that everybody can agree is still funny. It can be made fun of. So, like, you'll you'll look at, uh, you know, go on Twitter, right? And, you know, uh, you'll see somebody's uh, profile, right? They got the rainbow flag. They got their pronouns. So you know they lean in a particular direction, right? And they're Mm -hmm. like, you know... I'm inclusive. I, you know, I'm. Uh, in, but okay, Trump, you're a fat ass. Maybe a hundred percent true, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just I find it interesting that you know, all, you all the people who consider themselves to be inclusive and right. you know they're you know they're uh, they believe in everybody and you know everybody should have an opportunity. You know, but it's still hey, you're fat. That that's still the put down in mm-hmm. any context. And it it it's like you know you're fat, you're you're gross, you're grotesque, and it's right. just. I know that it's stuff like that doesn't sit right with me. It's like
1: right. you know, and, and it's usually geared or aimed towards men, because
5: mm-hmm.
1: uh, yeah. we we've talked about the fact that it's okay nowadays to be you know a big woman, which is awesome. Right. But right. when it comes to us, it's like you know, put on a shirt, put on a shirt. That's that. It's that meme. <laughs> it's that Lizzo meme, right? right. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
0: that's it. Men, men don't have a, a a Lizzo like somebody that's well known that advocates. Four other big men. They're like gross. you have, but he doesn't advocate. Okay. He just owns a bunch of wing stops and hates shirts. Like Ooh. he doesn't.
2: He doesn't <laughs> he's not, he's not an advocate Soce. for it. just Yeah. Soce. <laughs>
3: Soce.
0: Soce. That's
1: yeah,
3: it. You're right. I can't think of any big, and I mean, you got, yeah, Lizzie, you got Ashley Graham, right? You guys all these different models, mm-hmm. right? The, 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 but I can't think of a single
1: Graham, male uh, model. What's her name? Alexis, uh, the chick from mm-hmm. Boston. Mm -hmm. awesome uh uh, just got divorced shout out to her (laughs) really
3: but yeah there's nobody on the plus size male side right that it's just like saying it's okay right Right? we don't
1: get the opportunities like even when they when they do big and tall ads it's always some dude that's you know he's tall he got that part but he's like buff right Right. like he fucking you know for, Chops trees down Or football player <laughs> Right Football <laughs> player build Right, right, right. right. Football like, player build built, like, like tr- like, like, built like a tree truck. Like
0: he's built Like a defensive line He is Like he and, Like he goes outside Pulls his
1: pants down And yeah. pop the side of the tree And yeah. shit yeah. That motherfucker <laughs> falls down Like
5: That's
1: what it looks like I just that tree With my dick there And it go, goes man. back Into It goes right. back inside
5: <laughs> Back to his back fucking game.
1: business And shit Like yeah They they don't They're starting to now Because I've seen Another company That had, You know Stores that charge you goddamn much, their ads now has a dude that kind of looks like uh, my brother in California. Hmm. You know, short and pudgy. Sorry, Chris. My bad. Amazing. Um, so they have him in the ad, and other big men. It's Shaq. Shaq. Um, this is Shaq. Has cold wine. He does. He does. I don't know where the fuck is at because it's I supposed s- to be JC Penney JC Penney. Yeah, yeah,
0: I was gonna say I saw some, and that's where it was. So he
1: had a national model search uh, for the shit <clears throat> uh, in 2008, I believe. And you me in uh, uh, the drive by went. But they didn't call us up.
2: They didn't call us back.
1: I had to struggle for. Old. And this shit don't really grow in the middle like it used to and shit. So I, I walked in that bitch, kind of looking like George Jefferson and shit, like, nice. like the bigger version. it's <laughs> terrible. Oh, I'm blaming like, well, him. He, he, like he should at least get a call. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. They, they didn't call. They ain't call, call. They him. call.
0: They him. call there for him the again. Nah, you guys need some models, will y'all looking for like big guys who want to come uh, test out the clothes or take some photos or how does that work on
3: your? Absolutely. Hands? Uh I mean, first of all, if you're local, come on by, stop by the shop, drop us a line. Uh, we'll be there and we'd love to meet you but even if you're not if you're just listening to the podcast in any part of the world and uh, you're interested in, uh, in becoming a model uh, just drop us a line we'd love to see you we'd love to kind of get some clothes out to you potentially <clears throat> and uh, it just has to be the right fit the right look right but uh, yeah for sure we, uh, we we're looking for talent I think it's important for us to what you just said. Um, we want to be able to have our clothes be representative of the people that wear it. Mm. You know, it's no good for me to put an ad out there for a bunch of guys that look like football players uh, when that's not my audience, right? So I think that's uh, important for us to be able to have people that look uh, like the, the ones that are wearing the clothes You know And I yeah. think that that's We get a lot of compliments on that On our social media When we do post You know our, Some of our members uh, It's just regular guys Not super touched up Not in the studio It's just regular guys Wearing clothes feel com- Feeling confident and comfortable And that's what we bring to the table I think So that's
0: how that works It needs to be more of that Permeating social media So that it becomes normal Because it's like You just keep pushing Until it's normal Right Because I mean That's what Lizzo Like Lizzo's like I'm just going to keep pushing this shit out until y'all get off my back about it. Right, because there's said, more women out there that look like, you know, Lizzo. Or, or <laughs>
2: yeah, to or the extent, guy, you know, the ordinary then, guy next door,
0: you know, right. doesn't had to be like. Because I, I, like, for me personally, like, going, like, over the summer, I like to swim, and you go to the pool, and you see some fellas who, and it could just be their preference, but they got the whole shirt on. I mean, other than kids, they're the only one out there with a shirt on. And it's probably because they don't want to be shamed or, you know, looked at or talked about or something like
3: that. that that's me. I'll, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll I, wear the tank. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. It's it's more for everybody else than it is for me. But <laughs> <laughs> See, uh,
0: It needs to be freedom, man. It needs to just be like, here, you know, this is it. Take these titties and... Uh, deal with it. Deal with it, yeah. Deal with it. I, we got to deal with... That's the thing. Like, everybody else has to be dealt with. Except for big fellas. And then it's like... Mm, no, you guys go stand over there where we can't see you. Or, you know, we don't. Here is your little section in JCPenney's is about the size <clears throat> of a bathroom in an apartment. Good luck. <laughs> so, I mean, that's how I, I feel like in in to the point of like their their whole uh, creation is like that untapped market because I talk to my girlfriend about it. when I go to the store and I'm trying to get something from you know for myself. It's fucking in the back corner. Of the fucking, you know, 8,000 square foot right, you gotta store. you got search for you gotta search Where for. you got, yeah, you gotta find it. It's way in the back. If I'm looking for a gift for another guy or something, like, you know, birthday. guy's Shit, it, you already know. It's what, socks, ties, uh, manicure set, you know, new trimmer. Like, we don't have any ideas beyond that. So, Fair. it's like, that market just remains like this. Like, so narrow. Instead of it, you know... Matching kind of the versatility of big guys, because all the, all the big dudes that I know are funny as hell, charismatic. Um, they usually in relationships. You know, it's not I, it's not that stereotype of men just being sloppy and right. disgusting to be yeah. around. and that's the problem. Like that. And
2: that's the problem is that a lot of people <clears throat> think on that that same type of stereotype that we you know we're just fat and sloppy and smell like cheese. Get the fuck out of it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know Jesus. Cheese nigga Cheese You know So it's like I knew somebody was gonna let it slip this episode I, I had <laughs> this conversation with your ass I know I'm the first one to say it I'm the first one to say it Hey At least it only happened one time Yeah
1: <laughs> You know Trying to be professional and shit I respect like <laughs> You know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. I, I obviously uh, thought it was going to be you. Like That was a bit... Like, thanks. That was probably confidence. <laughs> but so yeah, that. I
2: mean, you, 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 you hate the stereotypes that people just assume. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the part that's annoying.
0: <clears throat> and I, I feel like that's what needs to be pushed. Because it's not... The only thing that breaks those stereotypes is seeing the opposite of it. And even, you know, with regular stereotypes about black people or... You know, people of other cultures and stuff It's like when they see the opposite So you could tell how much somebody was buying into it By like how they respond later. Right. you're so well spoken <laughs> Like, Was I supposed
2: to it's talk me, another right. way? Like, right You know, so it's like I'm they need to, I need to see to, I'm supposed to be breathing all hard when, I, when I'm talking? Right You need to be out there smelling good You know so Not stupid. smelling
0: like cheese <laughs> And then just pushing that so that you can break that narrative I'm sure there's a cheese fragrance out there Uh I-
3: you guys are saying smell like cheese like it's a bad thing though. I mean I I might actually, depends on the cheese I, you know, that might actually be a turn on. The cheese right. that you go for? Yeah. Yeah,
1: you smell like Borden's cheese slices. It's me. <laughs> it's delicious isn't it? You hungry? No. no.
5: Uh,
1: but yeah, so um, man, we've been going at it for a little while. Go ahead and uh, kind of wrap it up. Um For those that don't know, there is an exclusive part of the the show. Get to it by uh, ACAS Plus or Patreon. Mm -hmm. Uh, $5 a month. Get to hear shit that you don't get to hear during a regular show. uh, Like what's about to happen here in a second. We'll be able to hear it. uh, Sign up. Links are in the uh, link tree. Yep. Uh, uh, Outside of that, it's a pretty decent show. Again... Use the code W A F S. Check it. Wafs and, and Will pretty much told you you get four idols, motherfucker. Yeah. Like that's four fucking items, fifteen outfits, um, maybe a pack of cookies in there. <laughs> I might try to sneak Them shits in there or something like that. <laughs> yeah. when Will's not looking, throw some cookies in that motherfucker for you Cause I want you to, to enjoy. Surprise. Yeah, yeah. I will
3: personally scent one of the sweaters is uh with a nice like Limburger. Limburger, yeah, yeah. Limburger
1: cheese. <laughs> I bought some smoked gouda at the store yesterday. It's fucking delicious. But uh, anyway, <laughs> um, use the code uh, WAFS, W-A-F-S mm-hmm. at checkout. com. Follow us on our fucking things on Instagram, TikTok, especially TikTok. Cause I spent a lot of time on that goddamn video. Uh, Instagram too. Watch the reel. Um, outside of that, watch the YouTube channel. You know, just another Frankers viewer. That's your For boy. Sure. Uh, follow us all on our on our things. Uh, wash your ass. Go vote. Uh, wear clean clothes. Love
5: mm-hmm.
1: you. To the next time, motherfucker. This has been. We ain't found shit.
0: We ain't found shit.
1: Except where you can get clothes at. It's the Winston Box. You get the clothes. WAFS. Y'all know what it is. Peace. Peace. Good, everybody. It's your boy, Court. You know what it is. Um, so, you've been listening to the episode for a little while. you wondering, why am I stepping in? Well, got some news to share with y'all. We talked about it on a past episode that we're going to be offering a subscription tier for people who want to get extra material. Yes, so, there's, yes, yes. There's two ways to basically subscribe uh, you can subscribe through uh, ACAS Plus, or you can subscribe through Patreon. Uh, five bucks a month, cancel anytime, uh, yada, 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 you I know what the deal is. So yes, we do. basically with that, you'll get um, exclusive content. So you'll get bonus material from that day's episode. Uh, you'll get never before or never seen or whatever uh, material. Like I'm not going to show you my junk, but...
0: I you mean I, I don't want to uh, gas it yeah, up yeah bro.
2: I
1: mean you let's, know let's, I mean, let's not go that far, yeah but. I
2: mean you know
0: but what you will get is uh, keys to immortality yeah. I mean if that's something that's important to you chocolate chip cookies winning
2: lottery numbers yeah
0: we, um, we have that too you yeah, know yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't know how you're doing in life but if you want to be rich
1: hey I'll, I'll even give you your, your horoscope or whatever call me now with a, with a, with a, <laughs> Again, <laughs> subscribe five bucks a month two ways to do it A class plus Patreon, we in this thing. This is we ain't found
0: shit. We ain't found shit,
1: but y'all definitely found a way to hear us more. I guess exclusive,
2: exclusive, exclusive shit. Anyway, to peace.